basically brown podcast yet another week yet us being back and i was trying to come up with an awesome quote but all i came up with when i was driving this morning was if ifs and buts were candies and nuts we'd all have a merry christmas (laughs) (laughs) that works (laughs) that's what i got um well you know us we're your hosts my name is stephanie and I'm Shakira. As always, thank you for everyone who continues to support the podcast. We love you. We appreciate you. And tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to check us out. Um, Indeed. Well, you, you know, let's go on in. Shakira, how was your week? Um, my week has actually been pretty cool, laid back. Um, I haven't been stressing. So any week that I'm not stressing is a beautiful Yay. week. And... <laughs> Um, just going with the flow instead of trying to swim upstream, and that seems to be working. Uh, so how's your okay, week been? So I went to um, <laughs> I went to Dollar General to buy some deodorant, and there were two guys outside selling chocolate bars to uh to minority boys. So I was like, oh, okay, you know, I wasn't. I only had two dollars on me. But I wasn't going to give it to them. And then when I went in the store, I said, you know what? I'm going to give it to them because that's not cool and I want to support. So I was shocked. Like, when I walked out the store, they weren't even going to ask me if I wanted to buy some of their candy bars. Like, I had to, they were talking. And I'm like, excuse me, how much are the candy bars? And they're like, $2. You want to buy one? But they weren't even going to ask me. And it kind of hurt my feelings a little bit. Like, yeah. Then... The deodorant that I bought was a defective deodorant, like the t- it wouldn't pull up or whatever. So mm-hmm. um, I had to take it back, but I didn't have my receipt because does deodorant who's keeping a receipt for deodorant. So mm-hmm. when I get there and I'm explaining the situation to the guy, I said, well, can I just uh, he's like, well, uh, what's wrong with it? And I'm trying to show it to him. He's like, oh, so it's a it's a problem with the mechanics of the of the uh I forgot what he called it, but you know the little spinny thing that pushes the deodorant up. And I'm Yo, like, oh, yeah, like, yeah. sure, I don't know. I'm not a deodorant expert. I just know that I can't use the deodorant. He's like, so do you want to just exchange it or something? I said, yeah, can I? Or he's like, yeah, um, you just need to get it, bring the other one up so I can make sure you're getting the correct one. So I had to wait in line again with the deodorant just for him to look and verify the color was the correct uh, color of the deodorant and I wasn't stealing a different deodorant. Oh. I'm like, man... Uh-oh. People take their jobs too seriously sometimes. Like, they really do. But other than that, <laughs> other than that, the week was good. Uh, no complaints for me. And um, I'm just, as always, ready for the weekend. Of yeah. course, man. <laughs> um. <laughs> okay, you have a brown boss. I do. Um, my Brown Boss is actually a nonprofit organization and it's called Nana's Babies. So their mission um, is to like, they have programs and it's administered through Nana's Babies um, Incorporated. So they're striving to improve the lives of children in the community 
through enrichment events and activities. Um, I know recently they just had like a bike giveaway for like elementary students. Um, they have jump rope showcases, Thanksgiving turkey dinner giveaways for like low income families. So um, pretty cool resources, pretty cool organization. I like what they're doing. Um, so yeah, that sounds cool. So uh, like it reminds me of jump rope for heart. Do you, did you do jump rope for heart when you were a kid? I think I did. I, I know exactly what you're yeah, talking about. Yeah, they don't do stuff like that anymore. So that's good that there's people out here. Yeah. Yeah, I really, I really like the mission. That's so. really cool. Yeah. I have to check that out. Yes, for sure. How about you? Okay, so my ground boss, her name is Shantae Jackson, and she is the CEO of Shop Body Cars. And. Basically, it's a it's a online clothing store, and she's wanted to, from what I've read on her um, on her website, shopbodycart.com, she's wanted to be a fashion designer since she was since the '90s, and she's made her dream come true. And she um, she runs her own business. The clothes actually look nice. She has swimwear as well, and for curvy people. Well, Curvy Women, she has something for you as well. Um, I like it. So you'll just have to check it out. Shop by um, is the place to go. That's that's what's up. I love people that follow their dreams. Like, go for it. What have you got to Yeah, I mean, what's, what's the worst that can happen? People don't like your yeah. stuff. You, you know, re- repackage yourself and try it again but you'll never know unless right. you try and sure. a lot of her dresses on here are super cute yeah they're That's, really cute. I'm gonna have to check that out I like custom made stuff stuff you can't like find everywhere yeah I mean I don't have a problem with people asking me like where I get stuff from but you know how I feel about looking like sisters it's not really my thing yeah. so <laughs> I kind of don't want to tell you because if I tell you and you go out and get it and we wear it at the same time, then it's going to look like I jocked you or you jocked me. It's just not going to look cool. Yeah, I get that. All right. So check out our brown bosses. And if you guys, if you know somebody who you think should be uh, talked about on the podcast, who's an awesome brown boss, someone we need to know about, you need to let us know. Send us an email, thebasicallybrownpodcast at gmail.com. Or hit us up on social media. They will be posted below. So, Jakira. You know what time it is? What time is it? It's brown bag talk time. so much easier when I haven't had a glass of wine with it I'm just saying (laughs) life is so much easier I feel you (laughs) okay so this week for a brown bag talk we're going to be talking first about Kyle um Kashuv Kashuv he was one of the Parkland shooting survivors who had been accepted to Harvard And because of some racist tweets he posted when he was 16 years old, Harvard has um, 
rescinded their initial acceptance of his um his application so he's saying that they need to basically um he was a kid then and everybody deserves a chance to grow he doesn't think like that anymore after his near-death experience and i'm trying to find what he actually said he called i can't, i know i had saw it somewhere he called, called him like inward inward jocks is what he referred to black student athletes at his school. So what happened was Mm -hmm. um, Harvard gave him the opportunity to basically plead his case. And they still said, no, thanks. Um, We can't hide. We can't have you in our institution. And he responded by saying Harvard deciding that someone can't grow, especially after a life altering event like the shooting, is deeply concerning. If any institution should understand growth, it's Harvard, which is looked to be a pinnacle of higher education despite its checkered past. Throughout its history, Harvard's faculty have included slave owners, segregationists, bigots, and anti-Semites. So my question is, like, do you think, what do you think about this? Uh, I kind of have mixed feelings because one side is like, well, you know, I'm glad justice is kind of being served. But then the other side is like, because I talk about it a lot, it's like people can grow for their past or holding people back from their past. Like, yeah, that was, that was, oh man. Um, I don't know. I just talk about it a lot holding people back from their past and judging them about their past. Whereas if you didn't even know about their past, like that wouldn't have been a factor, but for something to bring something back up, like, is it still happening? Um, I don't know. Like, like I'm just a big person on growth. And if you're not continuously doing it and it seems like you've had a change of heart, then I don't know. I kind of stand behind the growth aspect. Yeah, yeah, I get growth, but I'm conflicted as well because my thought, my whole thought is, okay, if you hadn't been in in the shooting, would this growth be there? Like, would you be going to Harvard True. talking about inward jocks as as student athletes? Would that be a reference? Um. And are you only saying that you grow because of what's happening to you and Harvard taking away your application? Right. So my whole thing is what's motivating that growth? What have you done? What have you done to really show the growth? You know? Yeah, I definitely feel that. Um I just don't believe in being punished if I haven't done anything since. Like, like yeah, maybe this whole shooting sparked another motivation, but maybe he hasn't done anything racial since he was, like, 16, 17. Yeah, I just, I don't, I'm so conflicted with this. I just, I don't think I can get behind, I I don't think I can get behind it because I got to I got to understand, OK. If you really grew, 
I would think you would take a look at all aspects of your life and be like, you know what? I'm going to love everyone. Let me go at least delete these tweets. Yeah. It just feels like I got caught in my hand in the cookie jar and now, now let me backpedal. But it's not like it's Facebook memories where it pops up every year and you're like, oh, I can erase that. I was crazy back then. But still, like, how how often do you go back and erase stuff? Like, he probably never even thought about it. I'm not saying, like, oh, I should take up for him. But it's still, like, I don't know. I feel like right is right and wrong is wrong. And if he's doing better, like, I don't believe in punishing people that are trying to change yeah but it's a different again it's a difference between trying to change and you got caught with your hand in the cookie jar would you (laughs) would you honestly care if somebody hadn't gone back and found these and honestly i don't understand why people are going back looking for old tweets of people anyway this is happening a lot i hate when people do that it's irritating because it's like you got plenty of time on your hands you should be doing something else with your time why are you worried about what i said Ten years ago. Look at that stuff from 2003. Like, yeah. I don't get that, but I mean, well, Harvard's made up their mind. They're basically they said no, we're not going to take you. So, I mean, and that's fine because it's like, there's a certain um, standard that we want to uphold here, and that's certainly fine. I'm just. I don't know. I'm still, I have mixed feelings about it. But does he have a point too? Because like he said, Harvard was made up of um, of bigots and and racists. Well, racists are bigots. Uh, bigots and slave owners and segregationists. So it's okay for Harvard to grow as an institution, but it's not as okay for him to grow as a person. And that's, well, I guess I never really paid attention to Harvard and who they were letting in their doors, but, uh, sorry, dad, that that is kind of, that, that is kind of like, okay, how are you going to call me the kettle and you're doing this, you did the same thing. Now all of a sudden you're you're this newfound organization and you don't believe in that anymore. Right, right. I don't know. Well, if his grades were good enough to get into Harvard, maybe some other institution will accept him. Let's hope yeah. for the best. <laughs> but I mean, even still with all this media around it, like I kind of would want to lay low for a little bit. You think so? Yeah. Any school I go to, they're going to bring it up. Whether it's the people that are interviewing me or the people that go to the school. like. Oh, yeah. He's probably going to get beat up. I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say what it is. He probably get beat up because, you know, you running around calling people inward inward jocks in your high school. First off, people from his high school that he's probably cool with and kicked it with. Are probably looking at him, giving him the side eye now, like, so that's what you thought about me? <laughs> so. <laughs> well, I mean, sometimes you don't even be surprised about that kind of stuff when it comes from certain people. Like, 
It's just sometimes like, I, uh, I do, and that's, I, I like the way that um, I don't care for the way America's moving right now, but I kind of like it because you're seeing people with their mask off, if you will. Yeah, I dated a guy um, for years when I was in like middle school and whatnot, and some part of high school. And the type of rhetoric that he posts on Facebook now that I'm seeing, I would have had no idea. Like, he's talking about, oh. I don't know why you all have a problem with uh, the abortion laws. Uh, I had a friend who was raped and she carried the baby and gave it to a nice family. It, like, stuff that had nothing to do with him. He's for Trump. He like, all this crazy oh. stuff. And it's like, oh... But do you think that's who he was or did he change, have a change of heart? Like, I, I don't know. I would have to think that's who he was. No. You don't just pull stuff out of the sky either, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know anymore. I don't know anything. It was just crazy to me. I'm like, oh my gosh, he's really on here saying how Trump's the best president in the world. He's really on here trying to give advice for women who are raped on what to do with their child that's in their stomach and whether they should keep it or not. Oh my gosh. I mean, he's just fitting in with every other lawmaker that tries to tell women what to do with their bodies, but you know. Yeah. It's crazy that men usually make these type of laws and Yeah, that pertain to women. You know, did I already tell you that the woman the um what is it? Always the the pad brand? That's oh made yeah, it was made by a man. It's owned yeah. by a man. That's yeah. crazy to me. But I don't know how to make like that type of stuff. I wish somebody minority owned would make their own line of um those type of items I would I would purchase. Yeah. Or at least try it out. <laughs> oh golly. Um let's talk about names for a minute. So CNN has faced backlash over an article on a white woman named Lakeisha. Her name is Lakeisha Francis. Um, she's blonde hair, blue eyed. She's a bartender. And she didn't know her name was stereotypically black because her parents believed it was a beautiful name and they just wanted her daughter, their daughter to have it. Um, so as she got older, she realized that the ethnic sounding name of Keisha made her life difficult. So she said, I was joking one day with my coworker and I'm just going to said, I'm just going to tell them my name is Emily so I can avoid all this. So um, later on in the article, CNN revealed that Lakeisha is married and has two kids who bear non-traditional names as well, and that she said she has learned to live with being a black, being black for a minute. What? Um, I have a. She understood. I have a very common name, but I. I don't think I have a common name for like as a white like a white girl name. Stephanie Ann. I don't I've never met a black Stephanie. But I don't I would never say, 
yeah, now I know how it feels to be a white woman because of a name. Had what? Go ahead. I I just can't. Uh, well, I've met a few brown Stephanies, but one you might understand um a little bit of what we go through, but that's only um like for jobs and and stuff like that like you're not going to typically walk in a food market and they're like oh that's the white girl named Lakeisha let's treat her like she black like it's it's yeah you might get that you might understand maybe empathize with how we feel now with certain stereotypes but it's like no you ain't living it I wouldn't I wouldn't think um what was I gonna say if I ran into a white girl named Lakeisha, I'd be honest, I would think she was a white girl who kind of acted black. And I know there's no such thing as acting black, but y'all, you know what I'm talking about. Like, like I would think she... Uh, so she was, like, raised around mean, brown people. Sorry. No, I get it, but, like, okay, so she's she was raised around brown people and kind of just can hang with yeah, I would expect her to have a um I would expect her to have cornrows in her hair and I Oh my goodness. Tell me if you okay. I well maybe not cornrows. I think she would be like um you have you ever seen girlfriends? Okay, yes. you know how Lynn's sister was acting? <laughs> That's um, what I would think. I mean I don't I don't I don't know, like, and maybe it's because I'm conditioned to think that way. I was, uh, yeah, because I'm not. I don't know. Maybe I'm just not a big judge people on their cover because my name is so unique. Like, yeah, but it's a difference between a, a Shakira and a uh, and a Lakeisha, is it not? Because. Shakira, you can be like anything. I would think you were someone foreign. I wouldn't necessarily think you were black. Nah, people think I'm black. Really? Just because I think, yeah, they do. Um, No one's going to think like, if anything, I've heard someone say like, are you Hispanic before? I'm like, no. Yeah, but but still, it's like you still kind of get stereotyped. Stephanie can go any type of way. Yeah. But like I said, I've, well, you said you've met, a, met black Stephanies. I've never, ever. I would love to, though. Oh. No, I've met a couple of brown Stephanies. Um, Were they cool like me? <laughs> no, man, All you're right. the coolest. That's what I'm talking about. But, but yeah, um, I, I I do feel like, you know, if they had a substitute teacher and they're going through the name <laughs> and they're like, Lakeisha, they probably wouldn't have expected her to raise her hand, but, and maybe she does have like some, some brown behaviors or tendencies, but yeah, she she don't understand the brown life. She understands being stereotyped because of her name, and that can happen because for anybody, like you could be Jose, and I'd be like, oh, he's ex- he's Hispanic, like, and he he might not be. Right. So 
you don't you you don't necessarily know what it's like to be brown. You know what it's like to have be stereotyped so, on your name. So does name really matter? Does it matter what you name your kids? I think it does. I also seen something that's that <laughs> there was a lady, her name was Marijuana. Oh, I saw that. And yeah, and she's a doctor now. So it's like, yeah, name kind of does matter because sometimes you do want to find your name on a pencil <laughs> and sometimes your name can can set you up for like success and like like I mean no one's gonna be like, hmm, I wonder if Mary is brown or yellow, but you know, um, I do think it can play a factor, but no, it doesn't necessarily be like, oh, my name is Laquana, so now everybody going to think I'm black and I live a black life. No, not at all. So is it just, do you just think it's for jobs that name a matter? I mean, most, maybe that's the first thing that pops in my mind, but like, how often do you go somewhere and you give out your name before they see you or something like that. Yeah, well, what do you do? Um, maybe it's illegal, but maybe, like, kind of get a, an apartment or something or rent a house from a private place. I think you oh, can be yeah. judged on your name. You can, but then sometimes you can just go up there and be like, oh, I want to apply in person, so... I mean, it can go both ways. Like, yeah, they'd be like, no, I ain't, I ain't taking out Lakeisha. She ain't going to pay her rent. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but still, but still, it's like, how often do you go somewhere and they don't see your face? It's, it's usually, it's like, okay, hey, I'm introducing myself and you already see me. I mean, that might be a topic of conversation. It's like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> where's your mom get that name from <laughs> but i don't know that that was so funny <laughs> i can see that but, yeah, you have a unique name and you have to have a story yeah. with it yeah but, i wonder what lakeisha even means it, it means that she was watching boys in the hood while she was no, not her names. parents. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Girl, no. Her parents named her. <laughs> I wonder what her kids' names are because they said her kids, her kids' names don't have they don't have traditional names either. So I wonder what her kids' names are. I just, I mean, I don't have a problem with her being named Lisha. That's all fine and dandy. I just have a problem with. I don't, I just have a problem with just because you face one problem, maybe face one stereotype or some, somebody's uh, said something out of the way to you. Maybe she has got a little attention or a little issues with getting a job because her name is Lakeisha, but that has nothing to do with you knowing how to live in someone else's skin for even a second. That's like my name being Maria. And, oh, you know, I know what, what it feels like to be a, a Latina woman. No, I don't. I have no idea. Yeah. None whatsoever. So yeah, I, I just wish people would quit saying dumb stuff. I, I just wish people would stop trying so bad. Like, you didn't want to do this when we were in slavery. All of a sudden, you want to 
have our rhythm, but you don't want to deal with our blues. Like, all of a sudden, it's like, oh, snap, my name is Lakeisha. I'm black now. Oh, snap, I'm dying my skin. I'm brown now. Oh, snap, like... I got a big booty. I'm brown now. Like, no, you're not. Stop. Yeah, but we're we're doing it too. And little Kim just killed me. Like how she done herself. I'm sorry. Um, I don't. I don't get. I don't get the world sometimes. I I just yeah. don't. But um, so that was pretty a, a big story for a while about CNN. I don't even understand why you'd want to give people this type of coverage. Like, this should not have been a story. I mean, and you don't see brown people getting stories saying, hey, my name is Sally. And I, I get treated like a white and let's show, person. And let's show me middle name May. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, I got a whole bunch. I got a lot more job opportunities because my name was Sally. That's not a story at no. all. Oh, my gosh. Sally May. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I just got that joke. I'm no, so slow. <laughs> so, would, would you hire uh, someone based on on the name of their application? If you were hiring somebody, no, you you go by their qualifications. Can they get their their job done? Like, I'm not gonna be like. Oh no! I think I better hire Sally, and Sally has no experience in this field. But I'm not. I don't want to do Lakeisha because she sounds like she's brown, and she might not come in on time. So, I mean, she. I'm not. I don't know Lakeisha. I know Stephanie barely comes in on time, but. (laughs) (laughs) But still, you could get that with a Mary too. So no, you you gotta like stop judging people on superficial we stuff stop, but we all kind of do it even not knowingly we do it yeah and it's just hard not to I think personally because of how we're yeah. preconditioned like I auto- if I hear somebody's name is Ebony I automatically think brown person um Jessica I think Caucasian um you know, we said Maria, I think a Latino. It, it's just automatic in my head. I don't I don't hear a name and then it's just oh, I just think of a person coming. I don't and I don't know anything. Yeah, I feel that. We we definitely kind of prejudge a little bit. Yeah. So we gotta stop it. For sure. Word. Um not only do we prejudge amongst ourselves but um never mind scratch that let's move on Um, this week our topic of discussion is being brown and um in corporate america and we'll come up with something catchy in a little bit, but let's talk about uh, let's talk about being professional in corporate America and being brown. So, to you, what does professional mean? Um, like, I actually no, it's fine. Uh, I actually struggle with this 
a lot, and I ask this question a lot, like, what is a professional? Um, to me, professional is just putting on a mask and acting like someone oh. else. Um, I mean, it is, like, you want to use a different voice. You want to make sure you have, like, your quote-unquote customer service voice. You want to make sure you look nice. Um, you're dressed in certain style of clothes, whether that's business casual or business professional, you know, in a suit and heels. Um, I just feel like a professional is definitely making sure, like, you're considerate and nice with the customer. But I definitely also think or not even with the customer just in the business but I also think it's putting putting on another face that's not yours I didn't expect you to be so blunt normally you're really like you kind of dance around a topic (laughs) but you were "Mm, in there okay (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah I laughed I laughed when you said putting on your fake voice because yesterday we had um some of some of um my guy's uh, family came to visit, and he was saying how how I talk like, "Hi guys." <laughs> that I don't know you yet, yes. voice. <laughs> That's funny. And I I do it without even noticing it. Like I do it at work. Whole voice changes. <laughs> it's like two octaves higher. I'm sorry, that was just funny. Because he's like, hi! <laughs> that was funny. Oh my gosh. Um, To me, a professional... I can agree with what you say. Because we definitely we all do it. We all put on our representative. Instead of the realist. We take that off and we put it on. When we, we put it on when we walk out the door. And take it off when we come home. Um, I also think it's somebody who's knowledgeable in their field in my opinion, like whatever it may be, you could be manager at Wendy's, but you know, everything on the menu. That's professional to me, but that, yeah. Okay. That's what I got. Um, I also, I do think you have to dress a certain way to be professional too, because going into like an office or any type of building and you see somebody with jeans on and a, a t-shirt and their hair up in a bun, you, you're going to think they're like a low-level employee, so you're not going to want to talk to them. You want to talk to the person. Why? Oh, why would I think they're a low-level employee? Because. Yeah. Because they're wearing jeans. Why? <laughs> like, why would you think they're a low-level? I mean, I'm not picking on you, but I'm just saying, like, why would you think they're a low-level employee because of what they're wearing? Because that's just how I view a professional um, when when you walk into a place and the person, the person that you're meeting looks like they took pride in themselves that morning and they took their job seriously and they're dressed like they care. I assume that that's the person in charge. But what if, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, you want to dress to impress, but how does what you wear and how you're, hair looks like and stuff like that I mean granted like yeah you want to look presentable but how does how you look determine your work ethic just like that guy in jeans could have been the CEO and he's like forget it I'm not wearing those suits today but he has all the knowledge he's the CEO he has 
all of this information, but we judge people on what they look and based what they look like as if they're professional or not. If you go into, it's it's like if you go into, uh, or even even a janitor, it's almost like oh, uh, they're pushing around a garbage can. They're they're probably not worth much. No, I'm always nice to janitors. I mean, but still, like, that's how we view people. It's like, oh, that's their job. They're probably, you know, they're just the, they're just the trash people. Like, yeah, you might still say hi, but it's like we view them in a different light. Um, no, not the janitor for me. Janitors are, that's one of the, I think, most respected professions, in my opinion. Because think about what it takes. One for like you said people to judge you in that way and two you have to go clean up behind people people don't care they don't appreciate that as long as they don't have to do it like well i i wouldn't want to do it some people some people some people definitely are like you know they appreciate they say thank you for your time your service but some people like they feel entitled so maybe they don't they don't care about i'm sure there are people like that i just think when I walk into some place and I see someone dressed up and looks like they took some time that morning getting ready, I just assume that's the person in charge. That's the person I need to talk to. Have you ever seen um, Pursuit of Happiness? I have. So, like, I mean, I don't know. It's just instances like that where it's like you never know a person's situation and just because... I don't have the best clothes. My hair is not flat ironed and not unruly or frizzy or whatever. Like, I still, it's my work ethic. Can I get the job done? But you're, but people, society has conformed us so much to say, no, you need to wear a certain kind of slacks. You need to wear heels. And I'm just wondering, like, who set this standard? I feel like this is the reason we have so much, so many problems in the first place where if we don't look a certain way, we, we try to conform and look like other people. And it's like, why can't I just be myself and do my work? Yeah. Wait a minute. In the pursuit of happiness, he wore a suit. He wore a suit. He came in his interview in paint. Yeah, but he still had a suit on. He was, but he was covered in paint. But it's like people would have judged if you would have if you would have been in an interview and someone would have came in paint. You would have been like, "What the heck? No, we're not hiring this person. They're not. They're not equipped. They're not um, available or dependable to come in, or whatever. They have a lot of stuff going on in their life. Like they would have no. Got if somebody, if I was interviewing and somebody came in paint, the first question I would have asked is, "Why are you in paint?" That would have been my first question. Was he wearing shoes? I don't even think he I had, think on he had shoes. shoes. I think he lost one of his no. shoes. Like, yeah, he lost no, I one think of you're his adding shoes. He had like he one shoe on. Shoe no, go watch the movie. <laughs> I have the movie. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, I'm just saying, like, society really judges people based on their looks and th- how they're dressed, just like we have a standard for business casual like that's going to make people think that we do our job better but that's not necessarily true but it's not but I don't I'm sorry no I don't care like take it's an effort to me no I don't want to hire somebody 
who comes to my interview in holy jeans and an old raggedy t-shirt with holes in it and their hair is unkept and they haven't brushed their teeth in three days. No, I'm probably not going to hire you. Why? Because there's like shelters. If you have a problem like that, there's places that offer free services where you can get stuff. If homeless people can get cardboard and pens to write on them to hold their signs up. How hard is it to be homeless rather than saying, hey, I can get this job in a couple weeks. I'll start making more money and I can get on my feet rather than say, no, I'll go to the homeless people and, and figure it out and come back to me when you look nicer. No, you go to the you go to like the homeless shelter and get you some some interview clothes because they, they do offer services like that. You go into a public restroom and you wash the dirt off your face and maybe put a little water or something in your hair tidy up and go to your interview i'm not saying coming here and look like a homeless wreck but i'm just saying like if, if i don't have those professional clothes that you're asking me to wear or if my hair is not bone straight and is not frizzy or if i don't talk in my quote unquote customer service voice well, no, that's kind of needed. <laughs> what? Well, no, why? No, wait, hold on. Now, why is that needed? Why do you have to talk in a customer service voice? I feel like a customer service, rather than you talking with one of your homies, is totally different. This is business. Like, yeah, yeah. This is this is business. Like, like you you want to keep your customers or whatever. You don't want to treat them rude. So yeah, you got to speak to them nicely. But I also don't think like. You should judge my business based on the shoes that I'm Wait wearing. Wait a minute. So just be just because just because I'm talking in my regular voice and I'm not talking in my hey voice, that means I'm gonna be rude. No, I'm saying like there's a customer service voice, not saying like quote unquote the white voice like how we do, but like just being considerate and putting the customer first whether whether instead of like cussing every other word or talking about how you talk to your homies like yeah the language may be a little bit different okay okay Lang- like like you're not gonna cuss your boss out in the email and you're good you're gonna ca- cuss her out for my last email like <laughs> yes like the language changes and i don't think that's a bad thing okay so why don't why don't we just keep our language professional without changing our voice tone like i don't know why we do that <laughs> i don't either because <laughs> oh persona change and it's like i do not talk like that um i i don't i don't know why our tone changes but i definitely think you should be considerate and nice and this and that um, for business. Like, again, you should wash your face and don't come in here and, like, Kanye clothes. <laughs> well, the, the clothes that look like the, you know, clothes that look kind, like, the have holes and yeah. stuff in them. Like, yeah, you don't want to do that. But it's still, like, if I want to wear jeans and a, a T-shirt, like, I don't understand why you think I'm not competent to do my job if that's what I just I'm feel like if you're wearing jeans and t-shirts to an interview, you just don't care. I mean, I'm I'm I mean, I understand that, but I'm saying 
why is there a standard for how you look when it's not if I'm not a model if I'm not a actress or something where it's based on my looks why do we judge our looks instead of our work ethic you don't know my work ethic you just know what I look like yeah but but we set that society set that standard to say no you need to wear these professional pants you need to go to New York and company and get these professional pants dress in a suit you need to have your hair a certain way you need to wear your makeup you need not look like you're sleepy you need to put on some heels like why do we have that that I don't understand why we have that why we have that standard that set standard as a prof, that's what makes us professional instead of the way we interact with people and our work ethic is the ac- accuracy of our our work right or stuff like that it's it's like no professional means to dress this way to talk this way to look this so way so if you could change the narrative of of all of that how would you go about it? Would you have where um, you come in and do an assessment before you get the job? I think assessments are good. Um, and and maybe even not even sometimes maybe you don't even need to see the person. Just do phone interviews or Skype or whatever. Like No, don't Skype me. You might see if, a, you might see a glass of wine. <laughs> man, what? But but I do think like there needs to be other ways to see like, hey, if if I'm going in to to work at at McDonald's, like okay, um, are you able? Have you ever cooked before? Like, how often do you cook? Do you make burgers? And do, have you ever been close to a hot stove or something like that? Like, those are the type of things you want to know. Not can you wear these black shoes? It, wear these black heels or can you come in here with khakis on like no. I understand there's uniforms and stuff but it's still like I feel like the scales of what we're weighing and considering and judging are unequal okay no I I, I, I understand you, you're snapped on me I'm scared of you <laughs> <laughs> sorry you went off. You I mean? was like, I shell was like, snap. I feel like I just went a little too passionate on this. Oh my god! You know? Yeah, you went off. It's it's cool, buddy. It's cool. <laughs> Stand up. You ain't wearing no heels today. You got sneakers No, I on. was standing up. <laughs> I felt that. Oh but my no. gosh! So let's um. Let's talk about like specifically being brown in corporate America. Do you think it's changed over the years? Uh, I do. I think wow. it's definitely gotten a little better. Like, um, they're more accepting to people and who they are, how they are. Um, just even having a quote unquote law to say that you can wear your natural hair. And it doesn't have to be, like, straight or you can come in with braids if you want. Um, I think people are starting to understand that people are just naturally different in how they look. I think that's completely stupid. I don't even think that should be a law. (laughs) I do. It's sad that it had to be a law, but I, I, I do see, like, but that is a growth type of thing. Sad to say that that's what our growth is in 2019 but we're we're 
progressing. Well, yeah, but how do you, if you don't get a job over someone else, how do you prove that you didn't get the job because of your hair? Like, I was wondering that too, unless they specifically tell you or get some in. I I just, I, I don't understand how, like you said, like, how do you know? Like, oh, I didn't get that interview because I was brown. Or, like, who who told you that? Unless it's some inside intel or they specifically said it. It's like... Well, we're automatically okay. going to say it because that's that's our card to use yeah. when we want. But, um... I don't know. I think in this day of social media and people going to social media and you can get canceled really quick if you're playing around about um, race... I um I think in past years, if you were qualified for a position and they didn't like your hair, I think they would just ask you to change it. But nowadays, I think they'll just go with another candidate over you if they don't like your hair, regardless of what any type of law says. Now, yeah, I personally, I always feel the need to straighten my hair before I go into a job interview just because I've I've always associated my straight hair with professional. Even though it's it doesn't have to be that's just what I'm I've been conditioned to believe. We all yeah. have. Like initially I think that's how corporate America started out and that's why we do the things and feel the way we did. Yeah, but as soon as that uh, <laughs> as soon as them papers are signed with that higher date, best believe these curls. <laughs> Man, what? You gonna get this afro today. <laughs> do you feel more comfortable wearing your natural hair when you're not the only brown person in a position? It's actually kind of funny because like we were in a meeting the other day and I was looking around at everyone's hair. Again, it's primarily people that have like a like ca- Caucasian mm-hmm. hair. And I was like looking around and I'm just like, I'm the only brown, like the only truly brown person. Like, yeah, we got some some brown people, but their hair is still kind of like, you know, it's still like like yours. Like it still curls up really nice. You can put it in a ponytail. It's no afro. So they can kind of still kind of like jig and fit mm-hmm. in. But I still, I still, I guess it's like kind of like odd for me because I still feel like I'm the only truly brown person. Does Man, I feel like I stand out like because of my hair sometimes. And it does make me um, want to do something differently just to conform a little bit and not stand out, but um, I do feel a lot more comfortable wearing my hair. I would feel more comfortable wearing my hair the way it is if there was another brown person like me that had their hair like mine. Yeah. Um, no, I see. I feel that when at my last job, I wore my hair straight a lot of the times, and if I didn't feel like straightening it, I'd wear it in a ponytail. But then, because I was the only, um, I was the only brown person there, period. But then when two other brown uh, ladies got hired and one had braids and then the other one, she would wear her hair natural 
I started wearing it more naturally. And I mean, nobody said anything. Nobody cared. You just feel more yeah. comfortable. I mean, you may get that that yeah. ignorant, and I call it ignorant because ignorant means not knowing. Uh, an ignorant question yeah. like, "Did you do something different with your hair?" <laughs> yeah. Nope, not at <laughs> Did all. Did you cut it? Your hair looks different today. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, do you think it's rude for people to ask you if it's your hair? Um. Yes and no. Like I kind of don't. I kind of do and don't care. Like I have. I have different rules for different races. If you're brown, don't ask me. If you're brown, don't ask me. If you're brown, don't ask about your hair. Yeah, don't ask me if it's real or not. Like I feel like that's a brown rule. (laughs) But for some other people, like I wouldn't mind. You like know these are extensions. Say I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind telling other people like, yeah, this these are extensions. I just feel like that's a that's a rule in the brown community. You you know, brown people should no, know. No, we don't always know. Not y'all know. <laughs> like I had my hair in an afro yesterday and it was this warm. <laughs> now all of a sudden I came in here, my hair is down to my booty. Come okay, on, now. yeah, yeah, like. <laughs> Yeah, you know. Some people some people should just know. I could see if it was like a a short little bob cut or something like that, or it looked like it was really mine and it's not no Malaysian or something like that, but come on. You're so funny. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think asking about if my if my hair is real or not, I think it's on the line the same lines of how old are you? Like it ain't none of your business. <laughs> Like, I feel that. Unless you plan on pulling it, don't ask. And don't pull it either. <laughs> Try. I'm just saying. Like, it's none of your business if it's real or not. If it's mine or not. Whether I bought it or whether I grew it. I own it. Yeah. Don't worry about it. So, <laughs> and I, I think it's changed over the years, too. I think it's become there's more minorities that are higher up in businesses. I'm still sad that we're seeing a lot of firsts in a lot of uh, professions and businesses, but I like the strides that we're taking with our community. Yeah. So who do you think it has it harder minority men, women, or both? Uh, um, as far as succeeding in corporate America, who has it the hardest? Do you think? I think I don't know. That's a good question. Um. Oh, okay. So, um, maybe it's both because I think it's easier for a guy to like just put on some slacks and some shoes or whatever because they don't have to do anything to their hair or, you know. Um, The only thing for women that I think may hold them back is possibly, I think possibly for both of them, it would be just conforming. Yeah. It would hold them back from success. Yeah. um, I... It is a tricky one because you're right. Guys do only have 
they don't have well they don't only have but if guys wanted to wear the same shirt and <laughs> same shirt and pants every day or just the same pants and change the shirt it's a whole new outfit right let you do that um but We, I really want to say it's women's that have women that have it harder because we're black or brown. We're a woman, so you're automatically labeled that you can't do the job as well as a man. Right. So it's more working against you, and you have to work that much harder to show your worth. Like, think about. Maybe it's a construction job and they want to hire minority. I think it, a black, uh, not a black man, uh, a brown man would get it over a brown woman. Even if the brown woman had all the experience and, you know, she wore her nice heels or whatever she was wearing to work. I think um, a brown man would get it over. I can't think of too many jobs where I would see, huh? just side by side same credentials where a woman would get it over a man if excuse me if um if the corporate had their way that's just my opinion i get that yeah um i definitely i definitely can feel that too um yeah so but it, I also think it's kind of weird, too, because I see so many women in leadership now. So it's like, yeah, maybe they would want a man to be the lead, but women are stepping up right now. We are. And I love it. It's just, yeah. I think at the end of the day, a we're automatically going to, we're well not we, but America's always going to automatically going to look to a man to take charge and lead the way. Right. I mean, look at, look at us now. We got a buffoon in office. No experience whatsoever in politics. Spreads lies like, like a dad who went to the store 20 years ago. <laughs> and we hired him over someone who had experience. Right. It, but she's a woman. Yeah. yeah. It sucks. Uh, <laughs> so what for you, what do you think are the pros and cons of working in an office where you're the only one of color? Um, the pros, I think you can definitely like influence and put your cultural perspective in there. Um, the cons are like, of course, the looks and being the outcast. You can't really, you don't have a friend to relate to and giggle about all the outside work stuff that you have in common. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also it could be like, I think if you're the only brown person there, maybe it could deter you from trying to go further. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel that. I think for me, I kind of felt 
cool, if you will, because you're, well, it's not, not necessarily cool. Okay, let me take that back. So you kind of feel like you're special because everybody wants to talk to you, get to know you, be your friend, uh, interested in you. Anything you do, and yeah, yeah. Oh my god, that uh, what you're wearing. Oh, it's it's just you're the you're the different yeah. person. You're the you're different. So they want to observe the differences that you have, and that can be good and a, a pro and a con for me because it's annoying sometimes. <laughs> But then it's kind of cool. You're like the cool kid at school. Okay, I can still use cool. Yeah. 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 Um, cons for me is they don't, nobody necessarily gets what you're talking about or understands you. Like if the new, uh, new Jay-Z and Beyonce just dropped or the new Kendrick Lamar and I, I can't come to work and talk to you about it because you don't know what I'm talking about. We don't watch the same shows. Uh, I, th- I think I told someone, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, Trey Songz just had a baby!" And they were like, "Who's that?" And I just, I just put my head down, like, "Oh, <laughs> never mind." Womp, womp, womp. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's it's those little those little social interactions that that yeah. kind of can be a con also lingua lingo you know your language yeah like i'd like to say i got you a lot and it's hard to say okay i can do that at work instead i got you yeah i do think i bring a lot of my home language into work now but um i work with (laughs) Some pretty cool people so some people catch it and sometimes sometimes I don't even realize I'm doing it but I do notice that I do it and it's like oh, okay my bad like I'll say I'll definitely say like yeah. my bad <laughs> and I'm like oh snap that's not professional <laughs> like <laughs> like that's the kind of language stuff I mean like yeah it is cool to be professional um and change that language just for the customer or whoever you're working with because all my bad and whatever other slang and I'm like oh snap I gotta stop that yeah you know what I miss I used to work at Comcast and I miss it so much sometimes because you'd get to talk to people from all over and you could tell when you got somebody of color on the phone how you could you know you can you can spice it get a little spicy with them and talk real like look player look yeah now you know your bill is overdue (laughs) I'm trying not to cut your stuff off like right oh dear yeah good old days so so do you feel like you have to change your appearance or no your opinions what about your opinions and your thoughts like let's say you walk up in the work and you notice that uh four or five people got a we love trump bumper sticker and they got a um a confederate flag up and yeah, no, I'm not going to change my opinion. I might park on the other side of the lot. <laughs> but would you still, like, talk to them and have lunch and everything? I would be open to 
um, maybe knowing who they are just to see what kind of person they are. Mm-hmm. But um, I probably would still be a little on the I don't know side. So do you feel like your personal opinions, um, if they're different from your coworkers, would affect your job security? Sometimes I do feel like, yep, don't say that um, because you're going to get yourself fired. But um, I do feel like I do have a voice, which I really like a lot um, in my organization. And sometimes I do feel like I just need to shut up like, and just do what they say. But a lot of times I do feel like we have a voice and they listen and at least consider what we think. Mm. Yeah, I I agree. Where I'm at now, I feel better about it. But in the past, I felt like I've had to kind of keep my mouth shut. And I think that's a problem with a lot of us people of color, because if we're in a good job and making the money will take a lot more stuff. I mean, we're getting better at not taking it now, but in the past we've just taken taken the mm-hmm. taking it on the chin, if you will. I mean, nobody's called me a direct uh dive let me use words I know. Uh I know what it is, I just can't pronounce it. Nobody's calling me out of my name or anything like that, but I have been in an office where there were Trump Trump signs or people saying nice things about Trump and oh no okay I'll tell you one I was sitting I was sitting at my desk and no I wasn't I lied okay take two so I was helping someone I was sitting in the back at their desk but there was a wall covering so nobody could see us we were on the different side and one of the um the project manager's assistance was talking about this guy who got shot by a police officer and he was a person of color and the police officer is this on video the police officer said to him i'm gonna kill me an n-word today and you could hear him say it on video so they were discussing it on the other side of the room and she's defending the cop and she's like well that's like if i go up to uh so-and-so and say hey i'm gonna kill you it doesn't really mean i'm gonna do it and I had to sit there and bite my tongue. I was the only brown person there. She, I mean, she couldn't see that I was on that side. I'm sure she wouldn't have said it yeah. if, if I was, like, in her face or anything. But stuff like that, you know, you're making good money and you have to bite. You feel like you have to bite your tongue when people say some effed up stuff. I definitely feel that. Um, but I also feel like if it's something like super serious, there should be someone that you can, you you shouldn't have to bite your tongue if it's super like offensive or race racist or whatever. Like, yeah, I do understand like that comment was super crazy and you probably shouldn't have said it. Um, but I think to a certain extent, if you just talking out the side of your mouth, there has to be someone that can. Oh, no, everybody else was with it. Like, again, I was the only brown person. Everybody else was like, yeah, you know. Yeah, it was it was it was crazy. 
I should have said something, but I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. In fear of job security. Yeah. That's crazy that we have to, like, again, I think that's, like, a professional. Like I said, it's just putting on another face because. In the streets? Man. (laughs) Yeah. Um, we got anything else for talking corporate in America, being brown? Um, I don't, do you? Uh, no, I, I think I'm cool. We discussed a lot. Had a lot of fun doing it. Um, I guess we gotta continue to make our strides and know that the change is coming, the shift is coming, and more of us is being accepted by corporate America, but we have to continue to be us in corporate America for it to become widely accepted. Like stop trying to conform and straighten our hair or do whatever just to fit in with somebody's idea of what's professional. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess that's it. Another episode of the Basically Brown podcast. We're your host, Stephanie. And I'm Jakira. And I guess we out. We out.